Hey everyone, and welcome to the Athlete Ready Global Podcast. I am your host, Jared Saavedra. It is episode seven. First of all, wanted to thank you all for all of your listens. And for those of you who are subscribed to our podcast, it means a lot. I was uh, going over the analytics with our producer and we noticed how consistent episode to episode was with listens and you know people subscribing to our podcast. It means a lot to us. We are extremely grateful and appreciative for this. A lot of podcasts actually don't even get to the number seven as far as episodes. And so we're just very thankful for that. And we will continue to do our best to provide you really good content in a relatively short period of time. Um, Most of our podcast episodes have been between 25 and 35 minutes or so. And we just want to give as much value as possible. So again, we thank you. I think you're going to enjoy this episode with Miguel Wickert, who is a strength conditioning coach out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He has dealt with so much adversity in his life, even starting from when he was born. And he'll give you a slight, uh, slight glimpse into that story as well. I think you're going to get a lot of value from it. If you are someone who is you know thinking of going out on your own or trying to provide as much value in the environments that you are at i think this is definitely going to be a great episode for you episode seven is coming at you miguel thanks for joining us on the podcast man i really appreciate your time how are you doing Doing great, man. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me so much. I feel honored. Yeah, of course. Uh, so for the listeners, before we get super deep into your story and uh, why you do what you do, uh, give them a little uh, insight on yourself, your background, what you do. Yeah, man. Um, well, uh, I, uh, man, I'm a Chicago kid. I grew up in Chicago. Um, I uh, live here now in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, started coaching uh, over three years ago on the private side. And, uh, it was an interesting and, uh, vast experience. Uh, yeah, I got into, uh, working with women's boot camps, got into working with, uh, youth and JV and varsity athletes all on a private setting. And then, uh, had the opportunity, uh, to also work with first responders. And, um, that's, that's how I just like first got started into coaching and, um, yeah, yeah. So it's been an interesting, uh, journey you know starting out and whatnot but did you start yeah. in the the commercial setting or were were you kind of in the the private sector already to begin with yeah no so i was uh in the uh an opportunity presented itself in, in the private setting and um i uh really was i actually jared it's 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 interesting how this happened but i was training right so at a facility that was more semi-private so you, not anyone could just come, and uh, they had you know structured classes, but again, not uh, like I said, it was a really, really um, semi-private, even really by invitation only. And uh, so I was in that setting for about four and a half years. I uh, got exposed to a lot, learned a lot, and then out of that backdrop uh, was an opportunity to get involved as a coach. Um, so right. So just straight into that private setting. Nice. Okay. And what population do you like working with the most? Cause I mean, that's that, a pretty, I, <laughs> I haven't met too many people that have that type of uh, diverse experience, especially so early on in their coaching. Oh man. You know, uh, 
it's interesting. So, you know, we all go through these seasons, right. And this ebb and flow. And, and when I first started, you know, that my answer to that question would certainly be different than it is now. But, you know, right now, you know, I, you know, really, I enjoy the challenge or the puzzle, if you will, of, you know, um, working with first responders because of, you know, what they bring to the table as far as the stressors on the job. And then you, at least in my case, I, it was a puzzle because you had to work around so much because that, that demographic was so beat up. And so you had to really meet them where they were at, but in the same vein, if you will, I feel like athletes are like that too, you know? And so, um, you know, so you have to be really intentional and, uh, so I, you know what, to really get to the, I mean, to answer that question, it's, I would say, um, youth, you know, youth athletes, when I first started coaching and, and even more so now, um, because I felt like it was an opportunity for me to not not only connect, but to try to make things as simple as possible. Right. And I always had so much fun doing that. And I still do have fun you know, working with, um, with youth and just beginners, you know? Right. Absolutely. So you have a really, this is kind of a little bit off topic, uh, but you had a very interesting story on, on where you were born and kind of, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a funny one, uh, without taking too, too much, uh, time. I mean, you got, you got to tell people about that. I think it's okay. like, fascinating stories that you were telling uh kirk and i here in atlanta a couple weeks ago and i was just like oh my goodness uh people people need to know about that uh yeah so yeah yeah Yeah, so um man so it's crazy so i was i was born in canada and this is really really uh an interesting story so i was born in canada i only spent a week there and honestly like you know i we we talked about this you know previously but um there, it, it, my reason for being there, it was not a good situation. You know, um, you know, my mom was young and, um, and she was, uh, you know, really up to no good. And, uh, you know, this is, I'm 36. So, you know, this is, uh, 83 and, um, literally, uh, my mom was, uh, you know, was busted, uh, trying to transport, uh, you know, some, some, uh, narcotics, if you will. Right. Uh-huh. And, um, and so anyhow, uh, we, I spent about a week there. Um, we come, you know, they send us back to the U S. Um, and, uh, it, it was just a kind of an interesting, so I'm part Puerto Rican, but I'm, but technically I'm Canadian and, right. uh, but I, but I'm also a, uh, you know, a U.S. citizen, but it's interesting. It was, it was a, uh, kind of a bizarre set of circumstances. Um, and, uh, and it really did, honestly, it caused uh, a lot of, uh, you know, trouble and things that great. Uh, I'm thankful now, finally, even, I mean, as of late, was able to really uh, track down the appropriate, you know, uh, information. Documents, and, right. Documents, yeah. Did, did that for, affect Did that affect you setting up like uh, your business and LLC oh, no. and all that? No, not at all. Not at okay. all. And yeah, not at all, because um, there was enough, you know, for me to obviously not have any trouble with growing up in Chicago in school and going to coming out here for college. Um, and so now it's, uh, that's a, that's a great question, but no, it didn't, um, you know, I never had trouble dealing with anything, uh, for, you know, at at the, uh, in college, as far as like financial aid, stuff like that, and just, you know, starting my own business and doing that. And so it's been, everything's been smooth, but now long story short, it's, it's all kind of coming to an end in a good way. 
uh, with that being that now I can, you know, I have all those documents coming and uh, we know more of the the details that I just right. was never privy to, you know. Almost but, 40 years later. I know. Yeah. Insane, yeah, man. Uh, that's it that's is crazy. Insane. It is insane. Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, um, I'll just say this, that the lawyer I went to, see, it's unique because I had to go to an immigration lawyer, even though I'm a U.S. citizen, because my my situation involved immigration law. Right. And um, and when I spoke with her, she was just floored and acknowledged that it was one of the more unique and interesting uh, stories that she had ever heard. So, yeah, interesting. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit that most people probably wouldn't ever know about me. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, I had no idea. I thought that was a fascinating story, and you got a lot deeper and stuff with it. And man, I respect your your vulnerability for sure on on stuff. You know, talking about that because that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's. Uh, it's all good. Yep. But that's, that's a big so, part of it. So, yeah. And so you made, you made a huge change. Uh, I want to say about, you know, a year, a year and a half ago, um, yeah. kind of, you know, with the gym and then really taking that leap, um, to go off on your own. And I don't think enough people get credit for this, especially when they are, you know, they have mouths of eat, they have, they're supporting a wife, they're supporting a family. There's so many different, you know, aspects and, and conditions that go into a decision like that. So what were kind of the factors that made you just take that leap, go off Ooh. on your own, start your own brand, um, just start from the bottom? I mean, that that's yeah. a scary position. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you're right. It was a year ago uh, this month. Uh, I found myself in uh, Atlanta, and uh, you know, I w and that's actually where we met. Right. Right. So at the um, valued course uh, with with Brett Bartholomew, but that was a big catalyst for me. Um, and it was around shortly after that time. I knew, you know, that it was um, that I needed to make some changes uh, because of what was happening where I was involved. You know. Right. And, um, and, and the main, the, the, the big, uh, that big factor being, you know, that there was no, there was one, there was red flags, but there was no security, you know, right. and I knew it became obvious to me that I was depending on someone else for my and my family's financial future. Right. And I decided, you know what, I want to take that into my own hands. I want to, uh, I want to take control of that. And Bet so on yourself. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, it was a big, I mean, it was a, yeah, it was a big step, but you know, I, uh, I surrounded myself, you know, with individuals that, you know, uh, not only talked the talk, but they, they walked it and, and, and found some mentors and some individuals that to kind of help, you know, guide and, and shed some light on, on some different things that, uh, you know, I had to face and, um, and Jared, I mean, I just, you know, I taught, I said, okay, what do I need to do to start my own business? You know, and so I started doing the research, and um, you know, and just decided, you know what? Well, uh, you know, you probably know this what I'm getting ready to say next, but you know, I, I had to dig the well before I needed to go to the well. You right. know, and being um, proactive, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I, I started to do that, and literally, Jared, like that started with just me looking in my own backyard and volunteering. And so, in, so as I was working as an independent contractor, I started filling any empty time I had uh, with opportunities to coach and opportunities to get in the community. And that was with a school within a mile of my home. And, um, and I got in there and started volunteering. I started 
uh, you know, learning some of the dynamics. And uh, that's what eventually led to me, uh, without going into all the details at the moment, but that's what led to me, you know, starting my own company. Yeah, I mean, a lot of you know, a lot of people say those those unpaid hours get you paid, and so to see mm-hmm. like your story and you know, I, I remember you you went through a lot of tough times talking to you in Atlanta at the the valued course, and you were kind of undecided on on where you're gonna go, and so today to see like what you're doing, and, and now you are currently are you renting space out of another facility as well? So you're you have a yeah. lot of things going on, man. Yeah, yeah. So I um so. So I, so when my company started right before this last summer, uh, I went into the uh, public school uh, and provided strength and conditioning services uh, in that setting. So real uh, quick, I, right there, right there. What, what for people who are are interested in doing that and going to different schools, like what did you come up to them with? Like how did you how did you kind of sell yourself? You know, because yeah, no, going yeah. into a school that doesn't have a traditional strength conditioning program. And you have to sell yourself and your services. Uh, that's that's a that's a tough spot. And I think there's a lot of people, like a lot of young coaches, especially that could learn from this. That you know, from you going into a school and trying to create your own position, essentially. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's that's huge. That's a big. Uh, I mean, that's so. Here's what I did. I mean, it took me a year to of uh, following up of, of of you know. I did the research. Like, okay, who's the individual? So if you're listening and you, you know, I would say you have to put in the work, find out who, you know, who's the stakeholder, if you will, who's the head coach, who's the athletic director and make contact. And so I uh, literally a year that went by after my initial contact, I decided to follow up and this was all done, you know, um, via email. And then there, this led to, you know, phone call, but yeah, you got to put in the work and, Find out a little bit about, you know, do some, go to their website, look around, see what they have going on. And so I was able to use that and finally just, you know, reconnect at the right time. See, here's the thing that I learned in this process is that when you reach out to a coach or a school, you know, if you don't understand, if you don't know what they have going on, it might be right in the busiest part of the year. So it's not that they don't need your, your help or your services. They're just so swamped and so busy that they're not going to, they still have the time to respond. And so after that initial reaction, that's what the, that's what the situation was. I found out later. And so me following up actually brought that to the forefront. And so that led to a meeting and you know how I handled that meeting. I just told him, Jared, I said, Hey, uh, can I, can I bring you, um, literally in this case, I asked, I didn't assume, but I asked if they like coffee and I said, can I bring you a cup of coffee? And I just like to sit down and introduce myself and uh, learn a little bit more about your program, and you know, and I'm looking. I'm just looking to volunteer. That is it. That's how wow. it started. Wow. Yep. That's how it started. And uh, the um, the person said, "Hey, you know, that would be great." We set up a time, and literally, that's how it started. And then what came after that was, you know, what? Yeah, that you're gonna find out. You're gonna have to. There's gonna be a series of steps, and and. Uh, and courses even at the school, depending on where you're at, they're going to want you to do. And so I had just to even volunteer background check. There's an, I mean, there was about four or five steps I had to take and, um, and, you know, and so don't be surprised or don't let that, you know, the, the coach, the young coach listening out there, don't let that deter you. Just know that that's part of the process. And, 
um, if you want to get a foot in the door, you have to be persistent and you have to keep, you know, you have to keep at it and, uh, and be willing to go through the steps that they want after that. And that's, right. that's how it all started. Yeah. Wow. And speaking of the process, uh, something that I noticed uh, that you're very, very good at um, and that you do well, it obviously is adding value to people. Uh, but also you are like, man, bar none, one of the, the individuals that I see in this industry that invests in themselves like no other. Um, I <laughs> constantly see you traveling to, to go to courses and learn and learn the business and learn training and do all these things. Um, and that's not really that's not really too common. Um, especially for young coaches, uh, it's, it's not where, you know, a lot of people just think of, you know, the money and the scarcity and, and all that, right. but for you, it's more of an abundance mindset where you, you want to go put yourself out there and learn and, and man, that's, that's awesome. So what, what would you tell young coaches who are maybe kind of on the fence of, you know, they, they're in that instant gratification mode where they want to just take one certification and they expect to, to see a hundred clients at their door and it just doesn't work like that. What, what would you tell those kind of individuals? Wow. Yeah. You know, that's a great question. And I mean, I would say you, you know, you have to be, I mean, I have the personality, uh, and even if I didn't, you know, like I'm, I'm open to, uh, new experiences, even though they might be uncomfortable. So if you're someone that is not uh, willing to not only invest, but put yourself in an environment where it's going to be uncomfortable, like that's where you learn, you know, that's where you really grow. And so, and, and, and it's the, also through those experiences that you, uh, you connect with people, you know, so it's not like you mentioned, you know, it's not a certification. It's not one, it's not you, you just collecting, uh, you know, letters after your name and whatnot. It's, you know, how uh, willing and vulnerable are you, you know, willing to be and, and put yourself in vulnerable positions so that growth right. can happen so that you can learn and so that you can connect. And so, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's, that's a part of it, you know, that I don't, I'm not saying that to say that if you do that, then that's going to solve all your problems. No, you know, you have to, I mean, it, it's true. Like we hear this a lot, you know, and I know from being on the private side, Jared, like there are people that I, I mean, I work with today, you know, um, because I do, I, I'm on the platform, uh, athlete ready global. And so there are people that I work with today because I was willing to be vulnerable, right. And relate to them and, and slow down and connect. And I wasn't trying to prove anything to them, you know? So, I mean, you know, people want to see, they want to see that you're real and they want to see that you're relatable, you know, and that they can, uh, and and that they can connect, you know, to you. And so if you're just starting out, you know, know that people are not impressed. Like people don't care, like, about what the knowledge or the latest science and stuff that, I mean, that's important. Yep. Right. But people don't, people don't really care about that. You know, like, I mean, I'll give you an example. I work with my neighbor. He's 83 years old, you know, and sometimes when we get together and, and I work with him, sometimes, you know what, I, you know, you got to get a sense that sometimes people enjoy, you know, do they enjoy your company? Are you, are you the type of coach or trainer that, you know, uh, that you, are you pleasant to be around? Are you real with people? You know, and I think that's a big part of it that might be lost in this age of, do I have the latest certification? Do I have, you know, the next great course or, or whatever it might be, you know? And so I just think that those are, that's a, a huge aspect of, uh, you know, growing 
your, you know, the, that list of uh, people that you work with, you know, and, um, and really uh, being able to operate out of that. I think that's, that's a, that's a huge aspect of it, you know, for sure. And those growth experiences that you're talking about, can you, can you name any that, that kind of pushed you out of your comfort zone so that you can Ooh. have this type of mentality? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, you know, we were, uh, at the apprenticeship, you know, and, um, with art of coaching, you know, that was a huge one, but even, even, Definitely. you know, even before that, you know, like, you know, growth, right. Or putting yourself in an environment like that's uncomfortable. Honestly, when I started my company and started in the high school setting, like I didn't know what to expect. You know, I knew I heard, I've heard a lot of things, but that was uncomfortable, you know? And so, um, you know, the, uh, valued course, that was, you know, we had some breakout sessions. I mean, there were things where we were asked to be vulnerable. That was uncomfortable, you it know, was. but back, but back to the apprenticeship, I mean, you talk about, you know, having to get up in front of your peers and, uh, and just, you know, <laughs> on a moment's notice, you know, uh, and be videotaped <laughs> yes, and, be and videotaped. have to play a character. Yeah. 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 That was tough, you know? And so, you know, and through that process, you know, it's like we, like we said, you know, we were like, man, you know, I'm not as good as I thought I was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't able to react or come up with the right question with certain constraints or certain, you know, uh, that, that pressure on me, you know? And so, you know, that was, uh, I mean, that was a, a recent, I mean, a growing experience because it stretches you. Right. And, uh, and I think that those are, I mean, that's the, that's the kind of stuff that, it's going to, uh, hopefully with self-awareness, it's going to show you, you know, you're going to, you're going to realize, okay, I've got some work to do and now I've got some tools and some strategies to potentially, you know, help me in that, uh, in that regard, you know? So, right. Yeah, I mean, what, was, what, what do you ask yourself when you, when you talk about being like self-aware, like what are some things that you kind of acknowledge about yourself, like right away and, and base kind of your decisions off of that? Yeah. You know, that's a great question. You know, I think that there's like, you know, so there's some different strategies that I know that I've used, like, you know, the motivational interviewing, uh, you know, so having, or just even having, you know, a set of evaluation questions, you know, that I can, you know, go through after, like I'm done with a session with a group or, you know, and so, but you know what, but here's the thing is that you have to use methods where you, you, you do even record yourself, you know, and then you have to be honest with yourself. Like, Hey, you know, look at why, what was my body language? Like, why was I, you know, wh why did I say that a certain way? Why did I have that look on my face? You know, and just, you know, really going through, uh, exercises like that, you know, right. that are, th I mean, that, you know, that will bring, um, hopefully, you know, if you're, if you're being, you know, straight up with yourself, that would bring some, you know, some things to the, to the, uh, into the light, you know, but, um, I've always been, you know, like, a uh, an individual, you know, that just is, uh, that thinks, you know, and, and I just, I don't assume, you know, that, uh, that I've, I've got it all, you know, figured out and, right. um, you know, we're so, all, yeah, we're all work in progress for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so I, I try to keep that framework, you know, and, um, and so, you know, if, if you, if, you know, if, if someone's listening, it's like, Hey, do you ever ask yourself like, you know, uh, could I have done that better? You know, um, I mean, if, if you don't, if you're not willing to kind of, you know, ask questions like that, you know, and, and place yourself, you know, in a moment, um, 
fully, then, you know, then you're missing out. You're missing out, I would say, on a lot of growth um, on self-awareness. I think that's that's got to be the foundation, you know. Why do you feel like a lot of coaches, uh, especially strength coaches, um, they don't they don't like to get too much feedback from outside people? Why do you think that is ego or or what? Ooh, yeah, no, that's a great question. I think I think there's it could be a um, you know there's could be a, a few variables at play, but I think that ego is a big part of it. And I've seen that, and this is the the scary thing, uh, Jared, that I've seen is you know I've seen coaches you know in environments where you know, ego does get in the way, you know, and that yes. can be manifest in a few different ways, but whether it's like being super defensive about like programming or, um, you know, or even feedback on that programming, whether that's from your fellow coaches on your team or from the clients, right. Or that you work with. And, you know, and so I've seen that ego and this is where, you know, we hear it's not, a, you know, it's not about you. You know, it's about, it's about the person, it's about the, 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 the individuals you're working with. Right. And, um, and so when ego gets in the way, the dangerous, you know, side of this is that, you know, like, I mean, I've seen people, you know, that end up hurt because coaches are like, no, you know, this is the way that I've done it and we're going to do it this way, you know? Um, and that's, and that's, what's I think disappointing and sad, you know? And so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a scary place, you know, because did, did you run into any of that? Like with the, with the high school, you know, I, I, on the private side, I did run into that, uh, in the high school setting, you know, we did have some of that where, um, you know, you have sport coaches who are, you know, they're thinking, Hey, you know, this isn't as hard. Um, they, you know, we, you know, and, and usually out of that is, you know, we need to run them more or, you know, usually if you dig deep, you know, um, it's, well, we, you know, we did this when I was, you know, playing yes. football and, and, right. you know, so yeah. So to answer your question, I did run into variations of that. Then how did you, you build know? that kind of that trust, that, that buy-in? How did no, you no, build it with those specific coaches then? No, that's it. And that's a great question. So, you know, the, the important thing, I think one of the big things to kind of keep in mind is, you know, knowing right that, okay, where is this person coming from? You know? And so one of the things that I tried to do is just, you know, ask questions when things like that come up, I ask them to clarify, Oh, so, you know, what do you mean? Like, you know, what would be, you know, what would, what, what do you think should be happening or what? So there's certain tactics you can use, you know? And so the last thing you want to do is respond <laughs> uh, or is to just react um, again. Right now if I was, if I, if, if someone's operating out of that, like, well, I, out, out of ego, oh, I know best, but, you know, then you get yourself into trouble and then you're at really at odds. And so one of the strategies I would do is I'd ask questions to, for them to clarify, um, you know, I would explain, uh, but, but again, not assuming that people want this hard science, but I would kind of go into, here's why what we're doing. So, you know, you tried to use some logic and reason and say, hey, here's the outcome. Here's the goal. Here's what we're. Here's what we are pursuing. Here's why we're doing this. You know, I'm and and tried to even. I found myself even at a certain point. You know, with one coach in particular saying, um, you know, to in, you know to trust the process. You know, and so yeah, you know, so there was a, a personal appeal there. You know, like hey, you know, um, this and this individual was out there doing the drills and out there doing the training. You know, with the kids and. Um, you know, and so 
yeah, so there's a few, those are a few strategies and methods that I used. And you know what? And it was cool to see, you know, it's cool to see those coaches kind of that light bulb start, start to come on or them start to get it and them start to realize, you know, but you know what? Uh, but you have, this is something that I had to, you know, uh, repeat, you know, it's not like I said something one time and it solved all the problems, right. you know, that's that, I mean, you know, that doesn't, that rarely happens. Yeah. It's you a know, collaboration it's a at the end of the day. It's it really a collaboration. Is. It's not just yes. one sided. Absolutely. And that was another method. I, another tactic, if you will, that I used was like, Hey, you know, what do you guys think? You know? And so including them, you know, and, um, and it was, uh, it, it was effective, you know, it was that's, effective. Big mm-hmm. that's big time. That's big time. Man. Uh, Awesome, dude. Um, I got a few quick questions for you. I like to I like to wrap up with. Um, okay. You you ready? Yes. Yep. All right. So, what other either strength coach or entrepreneur do you think that I should get on this on this podcast? <laughs> oh, uh, I've been listening, so I know a lot of people have already said uh, Brett Bartholomew for sure. Like, yeah, that's 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 that was my uh, who I'd have to go with. Yeah, I gotta front. get. Yeah, I got to get him on for sure. Um, where where has been the the best experience as far as like a seminar other than the apprenticeship that you already talked about? What's another good seminar that you've been to that you Ooh. think gives a lot of value to to young coaches especially? Um, you know, so when I first started, I uh, you know I'm going to mention someone that I got a chance to learn from that um that you know that unfortunately is no longer with us, but uh, I went to a hands on you know, weightlifting, uh, workshop with Glenn Penley. And, oh, yes. um, and that was special, man. Like that was really, really, um, so I would say, you know, like really, uh, I would seek out some of those. And, and again, for me in my context, that was an area or a gap, if you will, in my coaching development, uh, that was clear and obvious to me. And, um, and so that's why I, you know, I went out, um, I actually went to, uh, three total of his, um, like workshops and, and it was, I mean, this was a lot of application, you know? So I would just say you want to go to, to, you know, um, these seminars and workshops that are going to get you out of your seat and and where you're going to be doing and, uh, and applying. And I, and I think that would be the way to go. Awesome. Awesome. Best book you've ever read. Oh my gosh. That's tough. Um, best book. Uh, I would have to say, so this is going to expose a little bit of my undergrad background, but one of the best books, I think that it's a classic that it doesn't matter what your religious, um, uh, beliefs are, but there is a book, uh, called surprise by hope. And, uh, that's, uh, by, um, a gentleman named uh, N.T. Wright, and so I would have to—I'd have to go with that. That—that that was, um, I think, it's uh, mandatory reading uh, for anyone uh, of a Christian background, even if you're not. Uh, that's just—I um, think he's the almost—he's been compared to like the modern day uh, C.S. Lewis, and awesome. so I would—I rec- would recommend that book. Awesome, Miguel. Thank you so much for your time, man. Uh, where can people reach you at? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Um, so I am on, you'll find me on, uh, Facebook. Um, I'm on, um, um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you'll find me on Twitter and actually I have the same, it's, um, it's coach underscore Miguel W. 
and uh, that's the same for uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and then on um, and, and on Facebook. So yeah, awesome. yeah, I, I awesome, appreciate. Man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, to the listeners, definitely reach out to to Miguel if you have any questions. I mean, the guy is a uh, you know high school <laughs> strength coach. He is a private sector strength coach as well as an online coach. Yes, um, sir. He, has a, he wears a lot of hats and he's a busy guy, <laughs> but he's definitely one to help. Um, thanks again, man. We'll be in. We'll be in touch. Appreciate yes, your time. Thanks for having me. Yep, likewise. have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it and subscribe to the podcast. We will continue to share the stories of coaches and trainers around the world as well as other entrepreneurs that our industry can learn from to make ours better. Thank you so much for the support. See you next time.